0: If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune into some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody.
1: Frank and Beans, the Sex and Relationship Podcast.
0: Where I'm Beth.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: And we are talking about all of your favorite sex and relationship topics of the world. Yeah. The universe, the the galaxy. Yeah. And beyond.
1: Yeah, (laughs) to include cryptids like uh, Bigfoot and Mothman.
0: (laughs) So it's funny that you mentioned that because remember how we were just talking about um, Bigfoot uh, erotica yeah. uh, the, the sexy books episode <laughs> Yeah. well then uh, I was watching this show like that William Shatner show about Unexplained or whatever uh-huh. that's on Netflix and then they were talking about all like the Bigfoots and stuff and I, was, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing because I was like Bigfoot erotica <laughs> yeah. then I then I started laughing even harder because I was like I remember how like we talked about it and then we left the topic for a second and then we came back and then I called it Chewbacca erotica <laughs> I guess I forgot. That a big foot. Chubataka.
1: Chubaca. Chubatica, yeah. <laughs>
0: Chubatica. Yes. So anyway, I was just like, I was killing my I was I was killing myself laughing at my own jokes <laughs> so I know about it.
1: Oh, So anyway. Always good stuff. And uh-huh. uh, last week was good stuff when we talked about Angus.
0: <laughs> canalangus. I watched that video by the way after you sent it to me. Oh my god, And so I was good. dying laughing. It's
1: fucking hilarious. All my experiences was- at had an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> We also Good touched stuff. on some uh, light car mechanic maintenance on that episode with the uh, <laughs> Volvo owners.
0: <laughs> right. And valet parking and all stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: So, I mean, we're just covering all topics.
0: All the important stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, if you enjoyed that episode, which obviously you would have, um... You could do us the biggest favor ever and leave us a great review on uh, iTunes or Facebook or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this podcast, um, unless it's Spotify, in which case you can't leave reviews for some reason. But you can literally do it right now while you're listening.
1: Yeah. Instead of swiping and, left and right, you could be leaving us a, a review.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Instead of one TikTok, just listen, just give us one review. I mean, I know it's hard. I mean,
1: I'm glad I don't have TikTok. I'm thankful that I have Beth to keep me up to date on the TikToks.
0: (laughs) I send you all the good ones anyway. Right, because I could just see
1: myself just sitting there and watching this thing for hours.
0: Every day I go to bed and I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. I'm just going to lay in bed and play on TikTok for a little while. And then like 2 a.m. later, I'm like, Mm. what have I done with my life?
1: Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: That's so great. It's so great. So anyway, if you feel like that review just isn't enough, you could go to com slash frank and beans, all spelled out, the words frank and beans. You could become a Patreon sponsor, and for as little as three little dollars...
1: Oh yeah, you can... Get a beer. Sorry, crack. I didn't have one again. I'm no, you're good. I was again. just zoning out and <laughs> not paying any attention.
0: Right. <laughs> you're like, this is a Beth part. <laughs> um, so you can become a Patreon sponsor. Uh shout out this week to Witchy Wicks, who oh. is our sponsor for this week. Yeah. This sounds it interesting. C- yeah, this is a candle company that is run by our friend Erica who is a fan of the show and a Facebook buddy. And um, so she creates these candles, which are great. She sent me one. And uh, so Erica is a witch. She is a Wiccan. I I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly. But she can put a spell on your candle that can do, like, any number of things, right? So she made me a candle That has it's, and she can make it smell any way you want. So it's like you can personalize this candle. Like, my favorite scent is sandalwood. So she made it like earthy in sandalwood. Mm -hmm. And she put a spell on it for protection for Dutch. Oh, outstanding. Yeah. So she put a pet protection spell on it. And it has all these cute little, like, tiny dog bones inside of it. Okay. And it has this cute little, like, tag that comes out the side that looks like a dog tag that says Dutch. It is the most adorable candle I have ever had, and it's so special to me and personalized, and I love it. So, definitely go to Facebook Witchy Wicks and get yourself a killer candle.
1: Yeah, it looks like she's on uh, Etsy as well. Yeah. She's got her own website witchy wicks candle company is that correct i believe so this? i think so maybe yeah i like so this. yeah i'm getting one yeah
0: it's so great i mean yeah it was a lot of fun and it just meant so much to me that it was a spell to protect my precious puppy
1: yeah witchy yeah. hmm nice yeah i like it
0: so um yeah and uh if, oh, you can also get awesome t-shirts and swag uh, for Frank and Beans if mm-hmm. you want to become a sponsor. And uh, if you just want to give us show ideas or have questions or want to, you know, call someone out or give us um, hot gossip, which we love, yeah. um, <laughs> you can get in our DMs on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, which... Our Twitter is much more active these days. I've been trying to put up dank memes almost every day if I can. Are you still
1: in Facebook jail?
0: I am still in Facebook jail. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's never ending. It's been
1: 84 years.
0: It has been 84 years. I love how I was out for 12 hours and then allowed myself to get sucked back in, but it's fine. Um,. I'm more of a Twitter fan now anyway, but... That's fair. Uh, but you should follow us on Facebook anyway, because Brian keeps our Facebook lit.
1: Absolutely.
0: And if you prefer Twitter, because you're in Facebook jail too, get on our Twitter. <laughs> DM me. Let me know your thoughts.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Right on. Beth, are you ready for the Fuck Yeah News Story of the Week?
0: Oh, you know I am. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, new story
1: of the week. Alright, so, Irish midget accused of posing as a leprechaun to extort sex from 26 women in exchange for a pot of gold.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, it's not funny that he tricked women, but it is funny that that is a headline. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, and his picture is amazing. Um... He stands at three foot four inches. Uh, he was he a,
0: about looks like a leprechaun.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he was arrested for allegedly taking advantage of credulous women by posing as a leprechaun and extorting sexual favors in exchange for a fictional whoosh, 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 pot of gold hidden at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> He's 29 years old. He's an Irishman. Um, I'm going to try to see if he ever gave them any type of gold. 26 victims. I'm glad they did say victims, because like you said, he... Right. Yeah.
0: It's not funny that he, you know, extorted women for sex, but also, if you believed that a guy was a real leprechaun, how dumb are
1: you? I am also glad that the article says, surprisingly, that rather far-fetched scam fooled dozens of gullible women. Um, 26 victims have already filed complaints, uh, but investigators believe the real number of victims could be over 200 or even 300. Oh my God. <sighs> um, cause, yeah,
0: cause you gotta admit, like, you gotta think this is just the women to, who admitted it, right? Right,
1: exactly. And with like, any type of. how many of, women were
0: like, it's fine, I'm just gonna call it a wash. Like.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. I hear that Guinness hits differently in Ireland, so like, maybe. it? Does it? I, yeah, that's, yeah. It's the good stuff over there.
0: It's only like 4% alcohol here. You know that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and over there, I mean, they can do whatever they want to.
0: Right.
1: Um, so while police were searching through his house, they found six different leprechaun costumes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Committed. as well it's as like a, a f-
0: Superman closet. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: As well as a few ancient gold coins he used to prove the existence of his pot and lure his victims. No rectums. way. Yeah.
0: Well, that's pretty clever, I guess. You gotta yeah, the good box. thing
1: is, he is facing a total of 64 criminal charges, um, Hell yeah. including 26 accusations of embezzlement, 18 charges of sexual abuse, and 8 charges of fraud. They're going to get this guy. Like,
0: Oh, they're going to get him.
1: They're going to get him. Um, and then
0: everyone in jail is going to get him.
1: Yeah, it says, according to (laughs) investigators, the number of accusations could easily double or triple over the next few days. That makes sense. We saw that with, you know, the Me Too movement, which was the more that women feel empowered to speak up about this stuff, the more women Mm -hmm. speak up about it. For sure. If found guilty on all charges, he already faces a sentence of life in prison and a fine of 75,000 euros.
0: You want to know what's crazy, though? is like, I feel like he's getting a harder time there than Harvey Weinstein.
1: You know? I mean...
0: And this was so, like, different. Like, this is kind of like, come on, you believe this guy is a liberal? con? That guy was like, I'm a Hollywood producer, I'm going to extort the shit out of you.
1: Right. <sighs> ay, ay, yeah. ay.
0: I mean, fuck yeah for the ending that he's getting busted. Yeah,
1: for sure. Fuck yeah for that. Um... Yeah. Interesting. I wonder. Yeah. I, I bet you these same women would have just fucked him because he was a three foot four redheaded Irishman dressed up as a Like a novelty. Tongue. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, for the
0: novelty of it. If it was St. Patrick's Day, right? Like just how many women would just do it for the like fun?
1: Yeah. Without him tricking or extorting them.
0: Or, like, go to a casino or something, you know what I mean? And be like, yeah, I'm lucky, I'm a leprechaun. Yeah. If you fuck me upstairs in my hotel room, <laughs> you'll maybe get better odds. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Just don't lie about it. Be like, maybe, it could happen, it could not happen.
1: Right, you never know. But There's, you only <laughs> There's only one way to find out. There's only one way to find out. Ay, ay, ay. All right, well, eh, fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck All right. Well, you know what? If you are not lucky in the casino, you might be lucky in love or in lust. That's true. Yeah. So what we're talking about today is the difference between being in love and in lust. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I really wanted to talk about this subject because I think it's a very important distinction to make. Uh, if you are looking, if what you're looking for is a serious relationship, right?
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And I kind of had an epiphany recently that like, that is one of the problems that I've had is that I, I have been as guilty as anyone as mis- for mistaking being in lust with being in love. Right. And I think a lot of times I let that, those lustful feelings lead me to believe that something is more long-term than it might actually be.
1: That's actually a good point. I really like that a lot because, you know, old Brian, Brian 355 (laughs) days ago fell into that a lot. And, you know, you you do see that in women where we talked about this last week and it still sticks with me that women women almost feel guilty about being um, the center of attention during sex. Or, yeah. and it's to me that boggles my mind. I don't know what that feels like. Um, yeah. But it, to me, yeah. that's...
0: Especially not you. You're like, gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, to me, that's such a weird thing. And I've never thought of it. I've never heard of it before. And I didn't realize it, that, it, that that existed. So I could see with the topic of love or lust, um, how that message can kind of get misconstrued with sex.
0: Well, and we've talked about it like on the keep them coming back for more episode too, mm-hmm. where, you know, like we were discussing how women like form that attachment chemical. Right. When they have sex with someone. So women start to feel more attached and then men will actually like
1: withdraw. Yeah.
0: Withdraw because of the, and it's not, you know, it's mainly due to that. Like it p- drains the testosterone right out of you. Yeah. So, they, like, almost, like, they have to, like, they need time to, like, recoup their manhood or what have you. Yeah. So, that can cause a lot of those problems where it's, like, okay, it seems like the man is withdrawing. The woman tries to pull in more because she feels like she's losing him. So, she thinks she needs to be more aggressive. But then, you know, uh, that will more often than not ruin it.
1: Yeah. For sure. So. Yeah. So that kind of goes into this next uh, little information here. Uh, sometimes our sexual chemistry with someone can be so strong that it clouds our judgment and makes us think that it could be love when in reality there might be little else to hold the relationship together once the sexual connection is gone. Totally. Totally.
0: Totally. And I've been so guilty of this. And you've been guilty of this too because I can think of like at least one example of like Being with someone when you're, like, you just, like, you feel like you're all in because they're, like, so attractive to you physically or whatever, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, like, the more time goes on, the more you start to realize, like, I don't see anything else in this person. Yeah. And thank you for saying... super... Yeah.
1: Yeah, and thank you for saying one example and not... One real, example, yeah, yeah, and not the not re- the real,
0: not the real. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just in terms of like mistaking, you know, sure. one for the other. Like, I think most of the time you've always been realistic about where your intentions were. You know what I mean? Right.
1: And you know, the thing is, like, sex does play a big part in a relationship, and yeah. it's 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 easy to, oh man, we had great sex and it was wonderful and it was wild and everyone everyone climaxed and it was amazing. I love this person. I'm all in. And right. then they start talking about their sweater collection or something stupid and you're just kind of like, ugh, I've made a terrible or mistake. Or
0: what's the hurry? Or what's the hurry? Or what's the hurry, time, exactly. Get to know that person really yeah. well. Decide if it's something that really feels long term. Yeah. Like, do I have a genuine connection with this person? And then add the sex mm. into it. And then just make something good even better.
1: Yeah. So learn all the the annoying stuff about them first. Then have amazing sex with them and go, <laughs> maybe that annoying stuff isn't as annoying anymore.
0: A hundred percent. You know, And <laughs> one of the things, too, that I feel like it's so important to point out here is that Hollywood, and we shit on Hollywood all the time for this yeah. kind of stuff, for painting these unrealistic pictures of, like, what you know relationships and sex are but this is one of those perfect examples of like hollywood paints this picture of like wild sexual chemistry equating equating to this like deep passionate love right true yeah when in all reality like it that's just lust you know what i mean that's not love like love comes from all of like the going through the hard times together the learning the ugly stuff about each other and still wanting to be there and show up anyway you know what i mean yeah
1: yeah, it makes a whole whole bunch of sense
0: mm-hmm. and the two are mutually exclusive like you can have very lustful feelings for someone you love or you so you can have both or you can have one or the other or you, or you can you know have one and then the other like it's just you know what i mean like it doesn't just because you have a sexual chemistry doesn't mean that it's love. i think is like the most important thing to like point out
1: yeah absolutely that yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. yeah So, what is lust exactly? Um, It's an intense sexual attraction to another person. And while it can be a good thing when it comes to developing a physical connection with another person, it is fleeting.
0: 100%. It
1: will go away.
0: Well, I mean, not even necessarily go away, but you get bored of the just sex. It's it's just sex with someone? Sure. That's not going to carry you through, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And, and, and wh- sometimes,
0: you, yeah, sometimes you can even get bored of the good sex. Or you start to get annoyed with that person and then you're like, the sex isn't even good anymore because you're just annoyed with them all the time.
1: That's a good point.
0: Mm-hmm. But love, on the other hand, is a basic human need that keeps us bonded to the people who matter most to us.
1: Mm-hmm. That- so
0: science on both of those things. <laughs> yeah.
1: I do you like that science? Mm-hmm. So at a basic level... Love is a feeling our bodies have created as an adaptation to help us to help keep us alive right. makes yeah makes sense um and lust is an adaptation that our body has evolved to have uh to keep to help keep the species alive through reproduction yeah yep
0: so again at the scientific level like love is you know this we bond with other people it's an adaptation a scientific like evolutionary adaptation where our bodies have created this because we know that our our personal survival depends on other people right yeah for the most part like your chances of survival as a species as a person are more likely when you have other people like around you helping you yeah but when lust lust is the adaptation that our bodies have created that are that help us to keep the species alive
1: makes sense
0: through reproduction you know what i mean yeah so these are are, are the very core scientific like physiological feelings that we have purposefully you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but we have to recognize that i think it's really important now on a deeper level uh, a loving attachment with a romantic partner involves deep affection, trust, and acceptance of a person, flaws and all. Mm-hmm.
1: So all you know, those annoying again, things,
0: it, right? But yeah, <laughs> like you know, I mean that at a basic level, yeah, like love is something that our bodies have created to help us keep alive. However, it also, you know, it's it's also we've evolved enough to make love something very meaningful you know in our lives Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of what this is saying
1: yeah for sure and while lust comes more naturally love takes work to develop and maintain
0: for sure yeah i mean brian you are going on one whole year one one (laughs) whole
1: year isn't that crazy
0: I mean, that's wild.
1: I mean, how long have you you known me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Years. And I am so goddamn proud of you. It's ridiculous.
1: Yay. Me too.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it takes a lot of work and you have to. um, I would probably say the level of compromise that you have had to achieve to stay in a relationship that long is impressive.
1: You know, I mean, that's what's kind of nice about it is there hasn't been that whole bunch of compromise. Like, we just kind of fit, which is cool. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's, you know, we're definitely kind of opposites, but we don't mind like, hey, I mean... Guess who loves dork games now? Or maybe not doesn't love them, but doesn't mind playing them for four hours on a Friday night with me. Guess who doesn't mind that? I'm now? glad
0: you corrected yourself because I can just see Nicole listening to this, like <laughs> swerving the car she's over. Like, like, I'm sorry, nope. did you just say? <laughs>
1: nope. But she doesn't mind it. And it's, you know, it's it, it, I can tell that she's not sitting there dreading her existence while we're playing right. this game. You know what I mean? Right. And it's kind of.
0: She could always find like a different compromise if she really didn't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you also like, video games so instead of playing like dork games she could be like hey let's go play marios or whatever you know what i mean like and we do <laughs> yeah oh my yeah. god that's so fun
1: <laughs> and there's there's things that i you know compromise with her as well like it's not Perfect. just what i want to do it's stuff yeah. she wants to do right yeah
0: <laughs> right you're like i've been to target a few times i don't want to brag but <laughs> yeah yeah that's I'm that's, that's i'm a good boyfriend <laughs> <and> that's happened yeah <laughs> So, anyway. So, why is it that people have such a hard time distinguishing between love and lust? Mm. Again, myself personally guilty of this in the past. Sure. Um, so, the two phenomena active, uh, activate similar neural pathways, which are evol- involved in happiness, reward, and addiction.
1: Interesting. Now,
0: if you think about that, that makes so much sense in both... like. Love makes us feel happy. Mm -hmm. Love, it, it sets out that reward center in our brain because love makes us feel good. It's that serotonin, right? Yeah. Similarly, addiction. You know, you can be addicted to love very easily and, you know, go through all of the negative sides of that too, including like withdrawal and, you know, uh... Difficulty like achieving the same level of enjoyment etc.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, but also same thing with um, With lust, you know, it makes you happy it sets off that reward center and you can become addicted to it as well. Yeah, right um, and again these the two can again they're mutually exclusive like can they can appear in any combination with or without the other to varying degrees, and even fluctuating between the two states over time, right? Yeah. So you may start off very lustful, and then you end up falling in love with someone, and then, you know, you uh, kind of maybe, like, start to go through a rough patch in which you employ some of our great frankenbeans sex advice, to which you go right back into that lust period of just, you know, and then back and forth again between the other, and feeling any combination of those feelings. Yeah. Or vice versa. You may start to feel feelings for somebody, like loving feelings for somebody, and then it becomes a sexual thing.
1: Yeah, and that's probably the more preferred way, or the more successful way, would you say?
0: I would say, you know, I will say that time will tell on that, because again, I've been guilty. But I would say that's probably, again, this epiphany that I've had is that that's probably the right way to do it
1: yeah and that's i i mean um i don't want to say more successful but that's probably more telling of like a long-term relationship when you've kind of put the sex second
0: right when you've developed this like meaningful loving relationship first yeah and then the sex just becomes the cherry on top
1: makes sense perfect so how can we tell the difference how do we know if it's love or if it's lust? Um, I do love this first one because it makes it makes sense. Um, so the following are going to be some simple, easy identifiable signs. Um, so the first one: how you dress.
0: So true.
1: So true. Um, <laughs> when in lust. You tend to feel like dressing to the nines every encounter.
0: So true. Yeah. You're like going out on dates. You want to look super hot. You spend an hour on your hair. Yeah. 100%. Yeah.
1: And when you're in love, you dress for comfort.
0: Yeah. You're yeah. snuggling. You don't give a shit what you look like.
1: Yeah. It's okay to go to a bar with your hair in a mu- messy bun. Right. That was... For sure. <laughs> yeah. That was last night. <laughs>
0: And it was kind <laughs> of, like,
1: it, it was kind it's of, it's okay
0: to go to bingo in a t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, and it, we went to a bar last night and like, I get out of the bathroom and I look over and it's just like, this girl is a mess, but I love her. <laughs> <laughs> but I love her. <laughs> like her hair is just in a, in a messy bun. She doesn't care. You know, she's not, she's not trying to impress anyone. It's fine. Right. You know, she put on mascara, like we're good. Let's go.
0: Yeah, you know, which is more than you did, Brian, so there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just comb my beard. Where's your mascara, huh? Yeah, I, huh? I, I don't have mascara. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that one is true. Um, okay, so also the BS meter, which is Ooh, the bullshit meter, yeah. right? So when you're, and we've talked about this a little bit before, about how, like, when you're super sexually attracted to someone, you're willing to put up with a little bit more bullshit. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But that's not always a good thing. Like, when in lust, you tend to put up with or look past annoyances that could signal trouble down the road, right? You ignore the red flags because the sex is so bomb, right? (coughs)
1: Excuse me, yeah. But
0: when you're in love, you offer constructive criticism because you Want them to be better because you see a future together, right? Not that you want to change that person, but, like, you're willing to call them out on their bullshit. Like, oh, my God. So, okay. This is a good example. Like, I was just talking to someone the other day about how, like, their significant other, like, used racial slurs sometimes. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, you know, it was, like, something that it was, like, when they first started dating that they would kind of look past because it was like okay i know that's not right but you know it's just being a whatever and then all of a sudden like the more time goes on it's like oh my god i should never have ignored that from the very beginning you know what i mean yeah but like sometimes when you're in love with someone or when you're in lust with someone you just have those blinders on and you look past things that you shouldn't like that
1: yeah that makes sense
0: but if you're really in love with someone you see a future with them like you would be like, hey, you know what? That's not cool to say something like that.
1: Oh, no. Totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, another identifying sign can be opinions. Mm-hmm. So when you're in lust, uh, you are likely to say what you want them to hear or what you think they want you to say. Bingo. Mm-hmm.
0: This is the you changing yourself for them.
1: Right. Right. But when you're in love, you keep it real.
0: For sure, you're just a hundred percent yourself. You're comfortable. You're in your messy bun. You're at the bar. You don't give a shit. Right, <laughs>
1: right, yeah. Or you know, you don't. You know, you don't mind telling somebody like, ooh, that that cologne doesn't smell right. I don't like see, you that. You
0: put mascara on today, and you don't have to take shit from Brian Fruel or anyone. Anyway, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is real. Yeah, you know, telling somebody you don't like this, the the their cologne or uh maybe their beard's getting a little too long or yeah. you know what I mean? Like and right.
0: like, "Oh, you're not wearing that shirt out."
1: Right. You're not <laughs> no, like
0: Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Right.
1: But and like you said before, like when in love, you offer constructive criticism because you want them mm-hmm. to be better, not because you're an asshole.
0: Right. Bully.
1: I know my beard's long. You could like I'm just seeing how much I can get away with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more likely to give you shit about it because I hear it on the microphone. And I'm like, "Quit your beard on the microphone, and Nicole." Right. Over <laughs> but you can thank me later, in whatever way feels appropriate, Nicole. Um, <laughs> uh, who are they? Is another thing. Mm-hmm. When in lust, you don't really know them, right? Mm-hmm. This is something so important to think about. Because you know, like you might be like, "Oh, I know that he likes pistachio ice cream, and his favorite color is green, or whatever." Yeah, cool. But when in, you, that's, but that's like the lust level of knowing yeah. someone,
1: and that doesn't—that's not someone like
0: <laughs> it's not significant. Yeah, right. So when you are in love, you know the small, insignificant details of their life, right? Yeah, you know the stuff that they're like afraid to tell other people, or like you know, you pay attention to the details. Because you care, like you have a Long Island waiting for them when they show up to the restaurant to you know meet you there because you are listening that that's their favorite drink.
1: Yeah, yeah, makes sense yeah. to me.
0: Right, you listen.
1: You listen.
0: I think it's part listen and part tell. You know what I mean? Because like when you're unless you don't really know them because like you just aren't spending that quality time together. But also when you when you are like on the track to love you listen more than you would if you're just like i just take your clothes off just take your fucking clothes off
1: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah stop talking and start fucking
0: <laughs> get to the fuckings
1: all right uh there's also the struggle bus mm-hmm. let's find out what that means because i'm curious. <laughs> Yeah. When you're in lust, you don't feel comfortable talking about your problems with them. That makes sense because you're trying to impress this person to get them in bed.
0: Bingo. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When they're like, hey, how was your day? You're like, oh, it was fine. You're not like, oh, my God, let me tell you about work today because, huh, I got some shit to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. like, they don't want to hear that. Their boner are just me.
1: Right. Sure. But when mm. you're in love, you turn to them in hard times.
0: Yep. So True. Uh, silence. This is a big one. This is a very telling one. When in lust, silence is awkward. When in love, silence is welcome. Yeah. Right? Like when you are in love with someone or like, you know, on that track anyway, you already talked about the stuff that, you know, fills the void. Yeah. But like when you're lost, you're just like, mm, now we just bow, now we're laying here, and how long before I turn on the TV or start playing on TikTok?
1: Or, you know, call your, <laughs> call your Uber. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's so true. Like, hey, silence is, is okay. You know, you don't have, people don't have 10 hours of material to talk about each day. Right. And if you can be comfortable in that silence, embrace that, enjoy that.
0: Right, you don't feel like you have to be saying something. Mm-hmm. You've already said it all. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, I like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, the future,
0: mm-hmm. twenty twenty. It's,
1: it's like the fucking future. <laughs> it's
0: twenty twenty one, Brian. It is the fucking future.
1: I know that was a that was a Beth Franzek quote from one of our episodes. Twenty <laughs> twenty. It's like the fucking future. Fucking future. <laughs> that was a good one. So the future. When in lust, the future is uncertain. When in love, you welcome thoughts of the future. Bingo. Yeah. When you're in lust, it's kind of like, "Hey, do you want to come over on Wednesday and fuck?" Or
0: you're hardly even thinking that far ahead.
1: That's fair. You
0: know what I mean?
1: Yeah. When you're in lust, it's it, that's the uh, W Y D text. At
0: right. It's the ten thirty p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, for sure. Mm. So there's those things that are like kind of easy to spot, right? But on a deeper level, you can ask yourself some questions that will get to the bottom of whether you're in love or in lust, right? Yeah. hmm So, number one, ask yourself, why are you interested in this relationship, right? Yeah. Lust alone is interest only in the partner sexually. However, love is interest in getting to know the person over time.
1: Makes sense.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: Yeah. Number two, ask yourself if you're open to the hard work.
0: Oh, so true.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lust attempts to keep the relationship on an ideal level love expands to having difficult conversations and exploring painful emotions very true okay can i
0: pick on you for a second because yeah
1: you, I, it would not be okay. a freaking beans episode if you did not pick on me
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what, like but it's it's picking on you but also like you know pointing out your growth level and that is that like you if somebody wasn't exactly what you were looking for before they would be gone in a second right? Yeah. And if there was the slightest problem, you wouldn't be like, oh, willing to work on it or look past it or agree to disagree. If you were out, you were out. So, you know, the fact that like, obviously, you know, you've admitted like no relationship is perfect. There's always like little bumps, but you know, the fact that you two like just don't really focus on that and it's not that big of a deal to you is like such a huge massive sign of growth. But yeah, that's. I mean, but you know, the pick on you was the original part because it just shows how far you've come. Like,
1: yeah, and in my defense, somebody's voice is reason to move on.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yep. I mean, even though the yeah, silence is well, to the point where welcome, literally,
0: like, I hated her laugh. She's out. <laughs> like, y- y- yeah. Nope. <laughs> even if I kind of liked them, you're like, nope. <laughs> nope. Like, right, did you is. Did
1: you hear that laugh? Are you kidding <laughs> me right now?
0: It's like, you're the boss applesauce. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to fuck are, You do. <laughs>
1: well, I don't have to either.
0: Exactly. That's why you were like, deuces.
1: Done. Next.
0: Yeah. Um, also, ask yourself about how you feel about the person's flaws, right? Yeah. So, not even just being able to, like, open yourself to, to like, the hard work of dealing with difficult conversations and stuff, but, like... Lust loses interest when they discover the person's flaws, right? Yeah,
1: or you hear him laugh.
0: (laughs) I discovered, when I I do that laugh where it sounds like I'm having trouble breathing, where it's like, (laughs) that one? Yeah. It's a chortle. (laughs) A chortle? I learned that's what a chortle is. Oh. Somebody pointed that out to me this week. I was like, that's very interesting. But Yeah. Apparently, it was uh, it was actually someone on Twitter was like because I was like, "Girl, I just laughed so hard." I had one of those laughs where I like can't breathe at the beginning of it. Like I can't even get the laugh out because like the like <laughs> <laughs> like my lungs are stuck. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how else to explain it, but um, but yeah, uh, lust loses interest when you discover a person's flaws, like their laugh, and love accepts a person's positive and negative qualities.
1: Yeah, no one's perfect. Right. Yeah. All right, next question you should ask yourself. Ask yourself if the relationship gets better over time. Bingo. Yeah. Lust is about that immediate, instant gratification.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Love develops trust and commitment over a long period of time. Yeah.
0: Yep. Bingo. I like it. Yep. Um, Also... Ask yourself where the thrill is coming from. I think this is a good one that you don't really think about. It's like so like it's a little bit even deeper on the deeper level. Like lust enjoys the fantasy and excitement of the interaction, right? Mm -hmm. But love feels risky and vulnerable because it involves opening yourself up and letting yourself be known, right? So like when you say where is that thrill coming from, you almost have to like reverse for a second and go if it's just that fantasy and excitement that might not be a good thing like if it's because you feel vulnerable and you're frightened of that because you're really opening yourself up to another human being like Mm -hmm. that's how you know the difference between like the two like that one is huge i think
1: yeah i think so too and that's a big that's a big like oof that takes time you know to to open yourself up and be vulnerable like that that's not uh, that's not something you're even trying to do with somebody. You just want to fuck. It's you so know? hard. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know me. Like my walls are as high as they get.
1: Yeah, I mean, Trump-
0: it's Fort. Mo- it's motherfucking Fort Knox in <laughs> this Trump
1: gets a boner looking at my walls.
0: Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep.
1: And you know, I, I I took pride in my walls and I had them decorated. I put pictures up and all that other good stuff and right. Yeah, I was it-
0: built with tears, but apparently that's. <laughs> impenetrable for what i can tell yeah
1: yeah all right so you can also ask yourself how secure you feel in the relationship this is interesting
0: yeah
1: uh love can be impulsive uh obsessional and desperate oh that's a good interesting word to throw in there like
0: Uh, yes and i think it's important because it reinforces the one that you that i just said where it almost feels like the ab. opposite because you Mm -hmm. feel this like intense passion but it's like again you have to think it's impulsive it's not like you know what i mean like obsessional desperate like it's yeah
1: yeah no i i've never thought of it as desperate but it makes sense Totally. yeah and then how secure you feel in a relationship with love love tends to be steady and secure that makes Mm -hmm. sense like you don't have that feeling of like This person's gonna leave tomorrow. This person's done. This person's not gonna call me back. This person you you know what I mean? Like
0: Oh, totally. Like I think especially like as a woman, I can say like the the worry that someone is going away or that they're not gonna call you back or that they're gonna like all of a sudden lose interest. Because that's like that's a constant fear. You know, especially the way that dating is in today's day and age. You are constantly worried because guys do this shit all the time where they're like women do too. Well, women. I guess women do too, but it's that there's plenty of other fish in the sea syndrome where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden, you know, like you think things are going great and then all of a sudden, like, boom, they just like disappear. And you're like, what the hell, you know? But I mean, that's why that's, yeah. I mean, so, yeah.
1: That makes sense. I like mm-hmm. it. Yep.
0: Also, ask yourself if you feel obsessed, which I don't love that word. I wish they could find a better word. Because if you're like, if you say, mm, self, am I obsessed? You're going to be like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not a psychopath. Like, right. I haven't boiled any of those rabbits yet. So no. Okay. But lust is a high that can feel like an addiction, like we said earlier, and consume all of your mental space. So, again, are you starting to do that like, oh, my God, he hasn't called me in five minutes or it's been six hours and he hasn't texted yet. And according to the podcast, right. <laughs> that's, that's the maximum threshold. <laughs> anyway, um, so you get what I'm saying. But yeah. love holds a more balanced perspective and allows for the ability to maintain a balanced life. Like, ask yourself again that same thing. Like, if this is someone that you're seeing that you just you care about and you like and you see a future with, you're not going to have that like, oh my God, it's been six hours and they haven't texted me because you feel secure. You don't feel obsessed or frightened or, you know, whatever, like Mm -hmm. desperate.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm
0: -hmm. And you're
1: actually able to just like chill. And if you haven't heard from them, it's not that big of a deal. Like you have stuff to do. They have stuff to do Right. just because they haven't checked in with you every five minutes or whatever. Like, it's fine. And you feel secure in that. Fully. Yeah. You can also ask yourself if there is longevity. Yeah. Uh, lust dissipates over time and probably very quickly. But yeah. mm, love persists.
0: For sure.
1: That sounds like a good uh, rom com title. Love, love persists. persists.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would be a depressing one.
1: Oh, it could be.
0: Like Hillary Swank is the lead in that 100%.
1: Well, I was going to say also. Someone uh, dies. <laughs> someone dies. Hillary Swank and Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening.
0: <laughs> right. Hollywood, we have the rights, okay? Yeah. We said <laughs> it here first. It's intellectual property. You can't be stealing it.
1: Yeah. A Franken-beans original.
0: Yep. <laughs> <Starting> <laughs> Seth Rogen <laughs> and Hillary Swank. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, so yeah
1: but it but would anyway make, it'll make millions once covid's anyway. over and we can go back to the movie theater
0: honestly honestly all
1: right so well, that was a really good episode and i i know we touched was. on this topic before mm-hmm. but this really like spelled it out this was really in depth of the um the differences and you know what you're looking for and what it looks like, and uh, it was very interesting for me to hear that lust is desperate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it makes sense.
0: Right, it's that it's that point where it starts to go bad. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and also yeah. you know it's not it's not as if you can't have lust in your relationship.
0: Yeah, but
1: of course there is... should
0: be a little bit of lust. You know? Oh, but, of
1: course, like, but
0: it's not the focus. Right i like it
1: i like it a lot
0: i like it a lot all right well brian are you ready for the what the frank tinder profile of the week
1: i'm laid back but spontaneous
0: i love to travel and love
1: i like pinky rings and ed hardy
0: my kids come first i don't play games
1: what the frank profile of the week I sure am. And you have given me new material. (laughs) That's right. I
0: was going through my phone because Apple told me that I was out of iCloud storage. So I had to start going through my photos (laughs) and deleting ones. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. I had all these submissions of female profiles that I never sent Brian.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So so
0: I did send you a whole stockpile of them, which is great. So it won't just be my segment anymore.
1: Right. That's, That's fair. That's good. Yeah. Um,
0: so I'm going to go first because okay. I'm going to have to put you on speakerphone for a minute while I read it because I don't have my headphones today.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. I'll try to be quiet so it because doesn't Because the headphone over.
0: goblin lost them. Okay. So. Yeah. Let
1: me know when you go back off of speaker and then I'll make okay, comments. Hold on. Yeah. So. Okay.
0: Do, 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 do. All right. Photos. Okay. Are you ready to meet Cody, Brian? Mm -hmm. Cody is 38 years old. Moving the shade from around the way, comma, storing it in a safer place. The devil emoji, apostrophe S, trying to murder me, dot, dot, dot. I'm so real, people call me, comma, Cody for real. Mm -hmm. Cody is spelled K-O-T-Y. And then for real is the number four, all lowercase real.
1: Mm.
0: I could write about how great a g- <laughs> I can't even read this without laughing. <laughs> what an idiot. Okay. Um, <laughs> I could write about how great a guy I am, but you'd think I was lying. Mm. I'm an enigma, comma. You just have to experience. Hit me up and maybe we can take a Saturday and make a day of it. Comma, so come meet my people, apostrophe s, comma. What they say about me is better than anything I can put here. The end. Oh and my now you're god. you're speaker.
1: Okay, um, we've run into this before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why are you trying to? I uh, this.
0: Listen, there's only one guy that said he was too real and meant it. And that was and, our friend Ryan, who was on this Rainy Man episode.
1: And then he was too real.
0: He did turn out to be too real. Okay? He was
1: too real. <laughs>
0: we were wrong about Ryan, and Ryan alone. Okay.
1: Right, <laughs> and it was a two. It was the the number two, and then real. He is too real.
0: Yeah, this is for real.
1: Um,
0: they call him Cody for real.
1: This is the thing, and, and like with um, online dating, whenever you say something. I always assume the opposite, you know? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. If, if someone says, I'm not here just for sex, that means you're here just for sex. We're not 100%. stupid. 100%. We're not you're stupid. You're saying
0: that because you know, you've you run into a situation where you know, like, saying otherwise or, or indicating otherwise got you in trouble. Yeah. Or you know that women aren't going to go out with you unless it seems like dot, dot, dot.
1: Yeah. So, I... So for for him to say that he's so real, like, what does that even mean? Like, What
0: does that mean?
1: I'm pretty real, too. Like, I'm made of matter, and I take up <laughs> space. And I
0: exist. I exist. I exist, exist as fuck. okay.
1: Like, as far as my consciousness is concerned, I am pretty for fucking real, too, you know? You're like,
0: listening to this podcast. We right. are here. <laughs> this is
1: proof that we are real. Yep. But why do people have to brag on that? Plus the apostrophe S's, the devil's trying to kill him, the the devil's (sighs) what is trying... Devil emoji. Devil emoji apostrophe S, the devil's what is trying to kill you.
0: Right. Also, first of all, everybody knows that the devil emoji is meant for like sexy, not real devil. Oh. There's that devil mask face emoji if you're trying to use the real devil. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? There's like the red face devil. The red one, yeah. Yeah. That's the... If you were trying to be like the devil's trying to kill me...
1: Oh you know that I mean? th- yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. To so whereas, you know, the devil, the purple devil, is more for like maybe just mischievous
0: sexy, like, ooh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that makes it sense.
0: It means horny, okay? Come on, let's be real about it. <laughs> right. The
1: eggplant emoji is not an eggplant. No, it's
0: a- <laughs> although I was just talking with somebody about this the other day. I was like, Why is the eggplant the dick? I purple dicks aren't purple, okay? Use the mushroom. Use a hundred other like appropriate. <laughs> Even the corn cob is more, although the texture is off. But
1: Fair. you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? I think it's the angle at which the the, the eggplant almost kind of has a head to it. The the leaves. Yeah, you. I, I don't know. I didn't make the emojis. I'm not going to defend them. Right. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make the emojis.
1: <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this guy is just... Uh, I
0: wasn't there on the meeting where we decided that the eggplant wasn't
1: <laughs> No one asked me. I didn't get a vote. I don't know. Right, right. Um, yeah, let's see. I'm trying to find one. There was one in here that was pretty wordy, and then I kind of read... I, I'm going to leave one part out of this out. Are you ready to meet Carrie? Oh, yeah. Carrie is 38 and she's 600 or 760 miles away from somebody. Not me.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's Brian (laughs) 2.0.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. She says, hi, I'm Carrie. I'm weird. I eat sandwiches one layer at a time. I... No. I count calories excessively, obsessively, um, to the point of annoyance. Hmm... Driving in urban settings is the scariest thing in the world to me. I love good conversation. I like to think I can hold my own. I'm a homebody. I spend a lot of time enjoying TV and movies. I drive a Subaru and have an aging Pomeranian that barks dot 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 a lot. I keep in shape and I eat at Chipotle at least three times a week. And then I'm going to leave the last part out just because that's maybe right. sensitive. Yeah. Right. to. Like, wanna... here's,
0: here's my problem. Okay. Right off the bat, you're coming in hot with the, like, I have an eating disorder. Yeah. I count calories obsessively.
1: But you eat at Chipotle three times a week.
0: No, you don't, girl.
1: Um, the eating sandwich is one layer at a time. Like, that's... It's uh, not even a sandwich at that point. You're having no. a piece of bread and then a piece of lettuce and then a piece of cheese and then a piece right. of meat. Yeah. This doesn't awesome. sound like someone. It's like, and then it's like
0: annoying. It's like, oh, I have a really yappy Pomeranian. Oof. Yikes.
1: Yeah. Mm. I love good conversation. Uh, I like to think I can hold my own. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm a homebody
0: I mean, the homebody thing I get. Like, that's fine. Sure. I mean, like, it's like, okay, I'm not the clubbing kind of girl. That's yeah, cool. I get yeah. it. I like to watch movies and TV. That's just reinforcing that, so that one's fine. I don't have a problem with that.
1: Yeah. Um, like driving the, in, um, in, in in urban settings is the scariest thing in the world to me.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a weird one. I don't know that that's like... When you're trying to sell yourself, like, what is the point of even saying that? It's kind of like... No, good There's point. nothing else interesting about me.
1: Yeah, I'm just weird, and I'm um a hermit and i have an eating disorder please date
0: right me. yeah i don't guess i don't like it uh, what the frank <laughs> what the frank oh man
1: well beth even though we've distinguished the differences between love and lust and i've admitted to you that we we started using a new word 355 days in yeah in in my current relationship, but um, truth be told, I've got a crush.
0: <gasps> you do.
1: I do. It's so scandalous, too. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so this week, my crush is on Disney World. <gasps> really? For go? Yeah, they went on record that they will still require vaccinated guests to wear masks and participate or and practice CDC guidelines like social distancing until further notice to help continue to prevent the spread of the virus. USA 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 USA. (laughs) okay
0: first of all Disney World you go Glen Coco okay because I can just imagine now that people are starting to get vaccinated how many fucking shitty people would just go in there and try and lie and say that they were vaccinated just so that they don't have to wear masks the whole time
1: sure and I mean there's been enough like maybe they make you present your card but you can also doctor those they
0: have tens of thousands of guests a day Brian Mm-hmm. So the base the idea is that a a, even if you got in with your little card, yeah, who's to say that every person that didn't feel like wearing a mask wouldn't at that point just take theirs off because they'd be like, oh, I showed it to them at the gate. I don't have to like wear
1: That's it. a great point. And you, you know, know how mean? shitty people are uh, how shitty people can be? And that exactly. would be the thing. No one would ma- wear the mask because. Those are
0: exactly the people that would take it off and be like, oh no, I already showed mine or whatever.
1: I and then show- what?
0: Then Disney World has to like personally hire uh, how many other people to like police the fucking like mask enforcement? Yeah. Investment? You know, what? Uh, some kind of like wristbands or something that people right. could also like fake. No. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants to see other people wearing masks so that they know they're safe.
1: Yeah makes sense to me
0: so i am also crushing on disney world for that they're like we're not fucking around people i don't care until everyone is safe we all gotta keep doing this makes and sense that's what the cdc says anyway like even though if you're vaccinated you should still be practicing like all the you know cdc guidelines until further notice
1: yeah you know with what? the ppe and the social distancing i mean yeah yeah, just because you're vaccinated probably doesn't mean, I, I I don't know, but can you, if you're vaccinated, can you still carry the disease and, and um, tra- you know, transport it or?
0: So the understanding is that you are not essentially, but they don't know what the variants and stuff that are coming in. That makes... Yeah. So, it's like, better safe it, than still sorry in this situation. Yeah.
1: We've been wearing but, a mask for almost a year. It's not the end of the world.
0: Right. And think about the flu. Like, it's the same thing. Like, just because you got vaccinated for the flu doesn't mean you can't get a new flu like variant that mm-hmm. came through or whatever. So, you know, just be smart. Don't be an asshole. It's not that hard. Wear a fucking mask. Okay.
1: It's that easy.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, Brian, as much as we love Disney World... I'm going through a very painful breakup this week. Oh no. This one is very hard on me and I will tell you why because this this organization was there for me when I really needed them to have a grocery store that had respect for itself in a in a time in my life where I had to shop at Walmart almost exclusively for almost oh. years. And, uh, well, at least for a year until I bought a house where one of these existed. Um, (laughs) but I am dumping Publix grocery store. Okay. Now Publix is a chain that is very like reminiscent of Whole Foods. Okay. Um, it's very like, it's kind of like a bougie grocery store. And when I was in North Carolina, I was so glad to move to a town that had a Publix because again, it's a grocery store that on the surface has respect for itself. However, however. This bitch. (laughs) This bitch. The heiress to the founder of the grocery chain, Julie Jenkins Fencelli, donated over half a million dollars, or the majority of the funds, to the rally that led to the Capitol insurrection this month.
1: No shit.
0: Publix grocery store is responsible.
1: Oh my god, I had not heard this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked, devastated, betrayed, all of that. So, no more Publix. Don't shop at Publix. Fuck that place. They are also canceled.
1: Oof. Yeah, it is. I don't I don't feel like that's a hard breakup at all for you, Beth. No. I, think I mean, that...
0: it is, but it isn't. Because it's like, man. <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair.
0: Now I have to hate them, too? Mm. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't want
0: to cancel people or things. But sometimes you have to. I I,
1: I feel like you're going to get over this one pretty easily. You'll be all right. We're here for you.
0: My heart will go on. I live by a Whole Foods now. It's all good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Beth, you got any shout outs this week? Anything going on? you know what, I
0: don't. Just again, go to Witchy Wicks. They're great candles. You're going to love it. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's
1: all I got. I got that saved. I'm going to go check them out. Um, I want to give a shout out to our friend, our comedian friend, Uh, Patrick Cunningham.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you are in or near the Georgia, Macon, Georgia area, you've got to... Oh, yeah. Look up Clockwork Comedy Mm -hmm. on Facebook and all the other things because they do a lot of online shows. Okay. So, definitely Patrick's uh, whole thing is uh, Clockwork Comedy or just Patrick Cunningham on Facebook. I'm sure he will friend request you back. So funny.
1: Yeah, and such a great guy. Right now I'm working on t-shirts and koozies and masks and stickers for him. And mm-hmm. probably just the easiest person, um, besides you, <laughs> that I've ever made t-shirts for. You were like, I'm throwing these away. I don't give a fuck. Put something on it. Go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, right. But
1: he's been so cool throughout the whole process. And like he's super genuinely excited about the shit that I'm making for him.
0: Oh, hell and yeah. And he I- is just a delight of a person.
1: Just a cool, laid-back normal fucking guy and fucking hilarious at the same time so
0: hilarious oh my god his like his whole bit about ice tea doing shakespeare is fucking (laughs) genius (laughs) the guy's a genius i love him he is a sweetheart one of the best people on earth
1: yeah so go check him out go check out uh clockwork comedy and um in a couple of weeks yeah he'll have uh shirts for sale go ahead and pick and koozies and and face masks that you can wear Hell to Disney.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can wear to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an excellent callback, as any, to say, you know what? Wear your masks, you little Frank's and beanies,
1: and take care, you little Frank's and beanies.